Welcome back to another episode of Ales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who self are living and those who help those who self are living. And today, we're going to do a little inside baseball. I know there's a sort of, um, I don't know, patient privilege that we're not supposed to tell the sales leaders what the reps are saying and the reps what the leaders are saying, but we're going to break that confidence and help both of them know what the other one's worried about. But first, there's something cold, refreshing, frosty, and inviting in front of you. What is that? Well, you can go first. All right. You go first. You know, By the way, know, that I, is you, Mark you're, Lansing. You're always letting the other person go first. I know. Well, I'm very other-centered that way. I am going to um, going to sing for you. Blue moon, I saw you standing alone. So I'm having a blue moon mango wheat. And I got to tell you, it looks Awesome. I'm not ready to let summer go. This is a mango and a hint of honey. The ABV is 5.4. And it's in a can. Because I know I love it in the can. Mmm. It's as good as it gets. And summer has not left me. What do you have? I'm influenced by my 13-year-old. But let me explain. Oh. Let me explain. And we're talking about beer he okay. just turned 13 uh, right. he likes sushi we went to the sushi place and uh i had a sapporo the other night and i said you know what i like that i'm gonna have me a sapporo at home and i went to the second store i found sapporo okay. sapporo premium beer like i think it. i'm saying that right i'm not very cultured but i think i'm saying so yeah. 4.9 abb 140 calories but okay. uh it is oh, uh hotline's calling it is the the perfectly balanced taste is what it's called so and it's always in a can. Now it's 140 calories for for a 16 ounce. I mean, for a 12 ounce can. Yeah. But I, this doesn't. I can't tell. It's got that little hourglass figure. Yeah. I, I think it's bigger than. I think it's bigger than 12. I, uh, it looks a little taller. Right? But yeah, it says yeah. it says 22. So here we are. <laughs> I can handle it. I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. Well, good. So yes, awesome. A uh, couple good beers and a great topic. Uh, we are very excited. We we do jokingly call this a therapy session, and we do want to help uh, sales reps and sales managers work more effectively together. So I know, Mark, we've been doing some research. You've been, you've been looking at uh, the market and have found some very compelling and interesting things relative to uh, rep behavior and, and, and coaching behavior. So let's, let's get into it. What do you have there? Well, there's a few things. Uh, you know, we try to look at research and what's going on in the market. We try to do some of our own research. Uh, last year, Gallup came out and said that a lot of research about coaching and how effective it is and how much people find it a worthwhile use of time and have time. Here's the end of the deal. The end of the, the end of the story was if uh, this is at the end of 19 yep. before COVID or before COVID was here and, and Gallup said, if we were to tell leadership to do one thing, it's focused on developing coaching in your organization. Great. So we're focused on coaching. Well, recently you want to give a nod to our friends over at Lego who does uh, asynchronous coaching, video technology, and a lot of other things, big yeah. fans of them. Mm -hmm. And they came out with some research. They surveyed some of their people and they said, does is coaching, you know, does coaching provide a positive outcome? Managers said, who are the coaches, by the way, slightly biased, said, yeah, 93%, 93%. Yeah. There's a positive outcome from coaching reps. Not so much, yeah. 65%. Mm. so they're both on the phone and we're not going to discuss who's right or who's wrong, but we're just going to try to close that gap. 
and make everybody a hundred. That's the goal for today. So yeah. man, so reps, give your managers a break because they have some complaints about right. you, by the way. And some of those are founded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, so, so we've kind of teed up the problem, but you know, there's, there's gotta be a solution that we would recommend. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, maybe two or three reasons the problem exists and ways that we can solve that. Um, I know we talk a lot about time, right? I mean, we talk about coaching takes time. Um, you know, when, when we're out training, we hear this all the time. Like I don't have time to coach because I have to fill out reports for my boss or I have to do forecasts and I have to do, so, so time is a big one. How do you, how do you handle the time issue? Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a perfect world, I go to the coaches, leaders, like we do with clients, like we have in an executive alignment meeting and say, okay, you're going to train people. You agree we should coach them? Oh yeah, definitely got to coach them. Perfect. Absolutely. How often, you know what, stop showing off with your new fancy microphone, by the way, like (laughs) stop the singing, the leaning in close. You love that. I'm, I'm jealous. My very white voice. (laughs) I'm just going to say you have a great podcasting face. I can tell you that. So in any event, in any event, uh, we know that it takes time to coach and we know if you want to change one's behavior, you have to coach them frequently. How frequently depends on a million things every week, two weeks, once a month for sure. And people just, when you at, when you do that math for your team and you look at all of the things on your list as a manager that you do. And when I say coach, we mean really sit down, observe sales calls, ride along in the old days, listen to a zoom call in the new days, ridiculously more efficient, by the way, right? One way to save time here for here's a freebie have your reps record calls on Zoom and send them to you and review them at your own convenience versus having to do all the stuff to coordinate to get there. But at the end of the day, I'd love for your, your bosses and your leaders to change your job description, to remove some of the BS stuff you're doing, the reporting, the, all, the, all the projects you're involved with and allow you more time to coach. If that can happen, great. If you'd like me to talk to them, send them my way. But what you can do as a coach in the meantime, sorry reps, gonna be honest here, is don't coach everybody. Desire should determine development. Mm -hmm. A rep's desire, and I don't mean what they say, but what they do, should determine how much time you spend with them. And what do we mean by that? Well, we mean, you know, everyone looks about A, Bs, and Cs. You know, hey, your A's are good, your B performers are coach them, and your C performers let them go. And there's some truth to that. But, but uh, and I agree that, you know, coaching A performers, not that it's a diminishing return, but they can only get so much better. We want to coach them. The Bs have more, more room to improve. Yeah. But the, the focus is who responds to coaching. So if you've had some coaching sessions, and we measure this. We measure this and track this and do this uh, in, a, in a tool. I think that we're, we might be introducing on this call. But it's about at the end of a coaching session, you should be giving somebody something to do. And I don't want to go out of order. But if you give them homework, if we just coached, we worked on open-ended questions, and you should write down five or six open-ended questions, try them out, and come back to me in two weeks and see how they went or whatever it might be. That's homework. Homework in school is graded on, is graded on effort, not accuracy. Right. It's the same here. And so if you say, you know, write 10 open questions or five open questions and come back and it's going to help you 
improve and they come back and they do nothing, they're telling you that they don't want your coaching. Yeah, I don't care enough to do the work you've assigned me, right? It's not that important so, to me. So that's a, I don't say it's a waste of time, but it's not the best use of your time compared to those who do want to respond. So the one thing you can do, we, we, we use a little, we call it a strategic coaching grid or a desire map or whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. but plot them out. Draw, draw four quadrants. On the left axis is results, meaning put your high performers up top, put your low performers on the bottom. And the left to right axis is desire. Low performers in the left, high performers in the right. So that's your little four by four by or two by two or whatever it's called. It's a, it's a box. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a set of four quadrants. People on the right hand side, whether they're making their goals or whether they're below are who you coach. People on the left hand side, we don't ignore them. And that's probably for another time, but it's for lead. It's for saying we, they need to be, they're, they have a desire issue. They're not motivated. They're not connected. And that's your, still your job to solve that problem. But that's for later. We're just saying right now, focus your coaching on the people that demonstrate desire to respond to coaching. And that's the best way that's in your control to get more time to coach completely right yeah uh, the idea that you can get to everybody all the time is, is just going to frustrate everybody but by focusing on those that want to change and, and have the desire to get better to improve uh, you will maximize and optimize your time as a coach so what do we do with the folks that you know um, where there is no change right so there's there's no effect to what we've been working on how would you recommend we we you know sort of work with those folks well you know unemployment's high there's a lot of good people you know out of work so i just fire them and get somebody new is that is is that's i mean centered you know when of? you have unemployment rates at you know double digits i mean there's some good people out there that's true that's true that's an option. Maybe not be HR friendly or PC, neither mm. of which I think that this podcast has been uh, endorsed by. Uh, no, that's a frustrating piece. Reps, when you keep showing up to the coaching sessions and keep doing the same things that you both agreed previously are, could be improved and nothing improves, that's frustrated for everybody. So, so there's a couple of things going on here and I'll look at managers and say, okay, managers, what do I see? most, I shouldn't say most, I, I see managers, the two critical mistakes I see them making when they're coaching is one, they focus on too many things and two, they don't have a clear action plan to develop the rep after the coaching session. So they listen to calls, they watch Zoom, they travel with them to sales calls and you have a piece of paper and you write your notes down, yellow tablet, However you do it, that's up to you. Aslan coaching form. I put, I put good stuff in the left. I put bad stuff in the right. I can care less what you call it. But when you get all done, you have a pile of notes. I see a lot of managers make sure they say every single thing in their pile of notes. And so when a rep hears 12 things to do, they say, oh, I, I agree, that sounds good. But what in the F do they go work on when you yeah. say there's 12 things? Yeah. If you, if you label 12 things, they hear nothing, right? They just can't, they can't pick it out. What, what is, what's the most important thing there? So, you know, when the, when the problem we're talking about is there's no change. Two, two steps. Step one, pick one thing. Pick one thing. Focus on one thing. Look at all the stuff. I'll give you some hints. 
watch out for your pet peeves. Watch out for your like, well, I always like to hand out business cards when I do an introduction or I, don't worry about what, what you always like to do. Don't try to teach reps how to sell like you sold because right. that only works if it's the same personality style. That's not, that's not really true. Focus on what they really need to do. What should happen when you set up a, a meeting? What should happen in discovery? What should happen as a result of your presentation? Those kind of things. So pick one thing. Step one. Step two, uh, have an action plan. That's a big word for assign homework. Mm -hmm. This is important. And I would say very few coaches do this. When you both land on the one thing, and let's go back to my example of open questions. Oh yeah, I, I see where I didn't do that. I'm going to, I'm going to go work on your, my questions. Great. The manager says, okay, I want you to go work on your open-ended questions. Perfect. Good feedback. And so the rep goes away. I want to know what work on your open-ended questions means. No one really knows. And some reps will, but most reps will like, well, I'm thinking about them. So now we come back in two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Okay. Hey, uh, let's just pretend the manager remembers what we talked about. And they say, how are you doing with your open-ended questions? Yeah. The rep says, oh, yeah, I've, I've been awesome. Yeah, been really yeah. keeping that in mind. Yeah, it's just, it's just great. <laughs> So good. I mean, yeah. yeah. Think about the if you had a BS meter between a sales rep and a sales manager oh, talking to me, how much yeah. stuff is flowing? It's just like so much is coming out. Like a fact sort checker, like, like they have on the debates. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, sort of like me and you right now on this podcast. I mean, there's a fair amount of BS flowing, don't no, you think? No, 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 no. This is a uh, no BS free so, environment. Assign homework. Yeah. That's the takeaway. So, and so as a manager, when you're getting ready to say, hey, I want you to work on this. Not specific enough. Reps, if you're getting a, a bad assignment from your manager who didn't happen to listen to this podcast, ask them. Say, I want to make this specific. There's a bunch of things to do, uh, but there's some quick categories that I always think about mm -hmm. when, it's, when it's here's what I want you to work on. Number one is to go write it down. So a lot of things we do in sailing is what we say. Write down your introduction. Write down your questions. Write down your key statements in your presentation, write them down. Number two, uh, we, we talk about self-assessment. Go, go pull a piece of paper, your next five calls, assess, if we're using open questions, assess how well you did on open questions. And what happens is you're like, ah, it's, I'm, a, I'm a seven out of 10. But it makes you really honestly think about it. And the physical part of writing that number down changes your mindset, changes your focus, you start to improve. Ask an expert. There's always someone on your team that's good at something that you're working on someone else with. So say, go see John. He's really good at open-ended questions. Uh, so those are, some, those are some things you can think of a lot of others. The point is have a specific thing that requires something in writing or something to happen. And when they come back, you say, did you do this? Yeah. If they did, they'll improve. If they improved enough, great. If they didn't, keep working on it. And... See point number one, yeah. if they didn't do it, okay, tell them they didn't do it next time, do it. But if they keep not doing it, right. I would pull back on the coaching and yep. get more time. Yep. Yep. And, and, and interestingly, there's probably a thousand ways that you could organize this, but I think part of the problem and, and maybe the third of our three part uh, answer to this is you gotta, you gotta have a way to organize what you said, what you assigned, what you talked about, right? I mean, you and I go back 25 years and it was probably a piece of paper in a folder and you were, 
you know, you know, keeping track of, you know, Johnny, you said you were going to go do this. How'd that go? Uh, but there's other tools out there now. There's other ways to stay organized. What, what are some tips and tricks that people can use to stay organized and measure the assignments that they're working on, the developmental activities that they're working on? Yeah, we want to measure, you know, reps, I mean, managers want to see what have I done? And, and you know, think, of, think about this. Imagine you managing as a, so, so reps, I would think every one of you has some type of CRM system, Salesforce or otherwise. Imagine that went away. Imagine you just tried to keep, just remember, just take notes and remember who you owe a phone call to and yeah. who said they were going to do what and what they said and what you talked about. Uh, that's how managers feel, especially right. if they have eight, 10, 12 or more reps they keep track of. Everybody's different, what you're working on. So uh, yeah, we're, we're just stuck it out here in the market real recently. Uh, we're proud to say that there's a tool now as it's Catalyst Core. Catalyst, our program for sales managers, Catalyst Core, just the core elements of a, of a simple system to do what we just said, which is diagnose and develop, diagnose and develop to drive change in your reps. Uh, I don't know how you share links on a podcast, but I do know this. If you search Aslan and Core, Aslan Core, with a space in there, you'll get our, you'll get our page to go there. Uh, plug in your email address. It's free. Did I say that? It's free. Free. Go there. Plug it in. Go to the page, ask you a couple of questions about your reps so we can provide the right tools, a uh, little activation email, go back, put your reps in, put their pictures in if you want. And about three minutes later, you can start coaching. You'll give it, we'll give you one of our basic assessments to assess what's going on. You can skip through those things. You can pick what you want. It'll give you a picture. It'll give you scores. And then it gives you access to our library of developmental activities around the things we just talked about. Pick one, assign it. It emails to the rep, keeps track of who owes who what. Best tool to try to help drive change. Give it a shot. Let us know what you think. Uh, we're going to make it better and better. Search Aslan Core, and that Aslan should help Core. with the uh, measurement, improvement, drive the change, and uh, you have to keep track of you know who's not responding to your activities and coach them less. That'll solve the time issue. So if we're branding this, would this be a different kind of CRM? Would it be like a coaching rep management system? CRM? No? Coaching rep management system? CRMS? Hmm. CRMS? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's CRM for managers. I mean, it you is. know, we have a CRM. It's a CRM for, it's, it's you're a manager. Yeah. If you're another centered manager, other centered leader, your, your reps are your customer and you're serving them and you're helping them and you're managing that on this tool. Yeah. And, uh, if that doesn't work, you know, we've given some, uh, I mean, we've given some, some ideas to help. I, I would just say, just literally join our podcast and drink with us at that. That's if that doesn't work. You could just try, try that. Yeah. That's the other no? prescription that we're giving in this therapy session mm -hmm. is if all yeah. else fails, if yeah. you can't solve the time problem, you can't drive the change. You don't have any way to measure it. Then just drink ales with Aslan. I mean, I think that is tremendous advice. I, I can't think of anything better. Well, this has been a hoot, as they say. Uh, really enjoyed this, this topic. And uh, we hope you have too. We hope you will subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends. We really want to help as many sales reps enjoy what they do and as many sales leaders get better and uh, improve that relationship between sales rep and sales leader. And we hope we're, uh, we're doing our part to, to make that happen. Uh, Mark, any closing comments before we uh, send them on their way? No, we said we keep it under 20 minutes, so you better hurry up. 
All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next week on another episode of Ales with Aslan. Mm-hmm.